up next on the You Ain't Or Nothing Yet podcast, we have three lads like Sean and I hail from the best county in Ireland, County Tyrone. Hmm. They have played all across Northern Ireland from weddings to live gigs and released their debut track, I Got Love, just as the world started to end. The lads, Podrick, Johnny and Orrin are here today to chat to us, lads. How's the form? Well, we're all great. How are you? We're struggling on. We're struggling on. We're, we're very much looking forward to, to getting out on Friday. Like, you know, spot the fucking alcohols over here, you know. <laughs> so suppose, look, lads, we'll just get stuck into it, I suppose, and see, you know, just want to tell us, you know, to anybody who's listening, who you are, where you're from, and uh, what's been the crack with you? Uh, we're the Capris. We're from Tyrone. Um, we all went to school together. Um, and that's basically when we started playing music together. But uh, it was just a bit... Around 2019, that's when we really started the music. And yeah, we've just done a few gigs and we'll have our first single out. So we're hoping to get more music started this year. Happy days, happy days. So you said that you started um, in school or sort of met in school. Where did your original sort of influences come from? You know, are your families musical or did you just, you know, pick up a guitar or go to a piano someday and say, fuck it, I like that? Or were you singing at some, you know, the way sometimes like if you're, if you're singing as a child, well, you're good or bad, your man dad drags you out in front of family yeah. gatherings. <laughs> um, so yeah, how did yeah. it come about? Yeah. Oh, well, my dad, he, he played the bass and bands and stuff, and just like country bands, he played weddings and stuff. So and um, I played the, actually played the double bass first, like classical. Very good. And so. and, uh, just like different influences made me want to play electric bass instead. Like, so that's what I got into it. I had no influence from my parents. Uh, None of them were really into that music that much. Like more, I was more influenced by my friends, probably, more than anything. Uh-huh. And then I just took up, I was actually going to do uh, the banjo for GCSE Music. And I'd done it for a couple of months. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do this, because I sort of recognised that I had a bit of a voice. <laughs> so I was like, what? I'm going to go for the, the voice this time. And uh, my family's not very musical at all. Got a grand, uh, he was on the road with the fiddle on the board on, and... Uh, he did a bit of Irish like, folk festivals and stuff, so yeah. he is like a prodigy, and then everyone else just hold pints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a prodigy in his own way, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can pull I a good pint again. It's like you, you know, you, you know what you're at, that. Like. <laughs> my family's like a drinking empire. A <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, man. Um, brilliant. Yeah, no, but then I got a guitar when I was sixteen. I just fiddled away that the time. But... Later, how about this? So all different angles on it. And then, what about yourselves as like a group? You know, your sort of sound, and obviously, as you released your debut single, like what artists influence your approach to like making music or writing music? There's definitely one band that we all definitely love. That's the Academic, They're like an indie band. Yeah, the Academic. Um, as well as that, like Kings of Leon. Like for me, Cream Clearwater Revival was what I grew up listening to. Like, it's there's a load, there's a real variation of stuff. Like, but yeah, some of the artists, like Oasis, would be another one too. Like, whenever we first got into music, see, watching the Oasis, like, live at Wembley and all, like, seeing the crowds they had and, and the energy they had, that really got me excited for music. It was more about like, it was less about music at the start and just the atmosphere and the fans going mental. Mm. I just wanted to get that there. I because I've seen that you've had you've like loads of you know different covers, whether you know, whether somebody's are playing the guitar or you're singing, you know, of like the likes of Thin Lizzy, the academic, as you said, and the cooks as well. Does you know, listening and sort of playing other people's music influence and motivate you? Definitely, yeah. Like just see see when you hear like see when we hear academic releasing new song. And it's lethal, like that gives us such a buzz because it's like it gets us excited for doing that kind of thing. You know what I mean? 
funny enough, actually, I was in Toners before, Toners in Barn Dublin, before fucking lockdown happened, and two of the lads from the academic were sitting behind me, and I so wanted to turn around <laughs> and fanboy them and be like, oh, yeah. a pint, you know? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that, I didn't embarrass myself, but... In the main body, you've seen them in, what do you call it? Uh, the Empire, the Empire, we saw the Empire two years ago. Craig came the singer, he came down off the stage, and I was giving him hugs, and he was a big sweaty mess, like, but it was, yeah. it was cool, like... <laughs> That's probably sweatier. <laughs> he was stinking like he was. Really <laughs> <laughs> he was there going on. He seen you coming and was like, "Hold on a minute here, fucking rub something on me." <laughs> 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 Well, then you've mentioned there about like the atmosphere, like gigs, and that whole different experience at a live gig. Um, do you miss what, like, do you miss playing in front of people? I assume so, but like, what? Oh, do you miss 100%, yeah. There's yeah. nothing better than like I know these two boys play the music and stuff like, but whenever I'm up at the front and like singing and all, or singing whatever, getting the crowd to sing for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way to tell the rest of the voice, like, but it's, <laughs> it's really, it gives you such a like, buzz at the same time. You're like looking at each other, you're like, This is mad. Like, like, you never would have thought that sort of stuff like that would happen that you'd be up on a stage wherever you are. Yeah, there's no feeling really like it having everyone love you, and, and you feel like a proper rock star, even if you're only playing a wee bar somewhere. Like, it's, it's unbelievable feeling. Like, we've, we've done gigs and Tony's, like, well, I've, I've done one of them, but these two guys have played twice there, like, mm-hmm. and it, the place be buzzing like it's just it's unreal. I down down the back of harmonies in the smoking area. You talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, there's a, the only downside of that there's a the alcohol to climb up on the stage and start grabbing top Take care of the time and everything. <laughs> That's obviously spotless. Speaking of what, can you mind what was your last gig before lockdown and stuff, or have you played any? Bits of <laughs> <laughs> you are allowed to tell all stories here, by the way. So, I mean, but, but you know, before you just go into actually how you performed and such things, what way did you get on at the Hindu? Uh, it was very good for me. Hindu. I, got, I, got, I got an you say make it 30 and you have a day lord blade (laughs) (laughs) and you know i suppose like hindus and gigs aside and you say that you sort of you just met each other in school like when did the idea come about to actually like you know let's maybe do something here together lads let's form a bit of a band and back in like 2017 um i was getting all right at the guitar Went into the, the music room one time and just had a wee jam. Yeah. And we played oh. Castle on the Hill. We played Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran. That was our first song. And I was playing a, a right handed guitar upside down and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were class, but it was, it was kind of rude. Well, we were recording on our five video of it on my phone and we were like, at that time, you were do you know what? That actually sounds yeah. beautiful. This is, yeah. this is what music it was. It's the most simplest form of Castle on the Hill ever. <laughs> 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 or just the entire time. I literally said it. <laughs> <laughs> In 2018, that summer, we went to Lads Holiday. And we started talking about it. We were rude off. And we are like, maybe try it again. Yeah. And that August, that August, we came home. We started playing properly. And we started figuring it out bit by bit. And we actually sounded genuinely all right. Like, 
I'm just kept going from that there after the dance holiday. Do you know what, lads? All good things come from a night being steaming. You know? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's whenever you start like having these conversations. Like, <laughs> like even the all night, we were all rode off and I was, <laughs> I was like, we had a shed up at my house and then like, yeah. Know what we're gonna we're gonna make it our own studio. Yeah. And every time we get rolled off, we're like, right, this studio is yeah. <laughs> We're like, no, this has to happen. And then you're near enough Ryan over because it has to happen. Yeah. We're just dying to get back into it. To be honest, lads, I think this podcast came back from a similar conversation on some night in the Kelly Taller smoking areas, you know. It's not always, it's not always good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> What about the name? Where did the name come from? He's just big fans of yeah. Camry Sons, or is there more to it? Oh, no. <laughs> and you, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute here. You don't like Camry Sons, or it's not named after? No, it's no. just, it's the biggest pet when someone's like, Camry Sons. Basically, so we'll practice at Orange House, and like, his brother has a big like mechanic shed, mm-hmm. and that's where we were practicing now, but before that, we were in this smaller shed. And there's a there's a Ford Capri in it. So we're like, <laughs> I'm looking at that. We're like, what about the Capris? My brother just has a an old Ford Capri just sitting in there, lying, gathering dust. Uh-huh. It's it's so it's such a hard thing trying to think of a name for your band, like because you're like, this is what we're going to be called, like this. Yeah. yeah. This is it. And like, then when we decided on it, we got our song out. We went to, we taped it in on Spotify and we saw another band, the Sixties, called the Capris. Yeah. <laughs> that we didn't know about. <laughs> No, they might be long gone. They'll be all right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, they're they're dead or something. I don't think they'll mix you up. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so then, is there is there like alternate timelines where there's like the Salikas or something? Like depending on what's oh, in that jar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Boris. Uh, they don't like all my albums. Like just after Jordan. Yeah. Or the the because we were like I think like I read somewhere that Snow Patrol looked out the window and seen. Like a snowplow machine, and they're like, that's how they come up with their name. So we started like, like nothing's just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's some shape that's been yeah. <laughs> we, we were almost called New Year. Yeah, that was one. I think that's a, a company that made caps or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you stand out, like, do you know what I mean? And as long as they don't come and try and sue you, when you're you know, you know, after we come out of lockdown. And everything started really starts exploding for you, lads. And you know they're like, "Oh, I'm here." Yeah, I'll tell them it's the Capri Suns. They say Well, I suppose. Look, you did release um, your, your first single, "I Got Love." I got to ask, was this written about, with somebody particular in mind? Because you know, I'm sure many people would be flattered of a song uh, like yeah. that about them. Um, it was oh, no. with someone, but I'm not going to watch it. Uh, it's not posted the regal. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of them we don't talk about anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it was written about that. Um, there's a few breakup songs written that you'll never see. <laughs> <laughs> you never uh, know. You, you can trot them out in a few years' time, and, and nobody know who they were about then. Uh, I'll, change, I'll change the name of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Roberta. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fair play. And I mean, have you got, you know, you've got a really good response, you know, um, from what I could see anyway online from your first song. Like, how did that feel? Yeah, well, yeah, we went to the bar, went there like our local bar the first night, came out and we were just like loving it. Just, we're just sitting on Spotify refreshing it, refreshing it. It was like 300 streams. Square <laughs> 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 bar. Yeah, um, no, yeah we set the bar. We were looking like 10,000 streams, we'd be happy. 
And uh, we got that after like five, six months now. Like, it really exceeded our expectations. But for the next song, we've got even higher ones. Like, hopefully, we can reach them. Mm. It's like it's slowed down now, but there's literally a listener. Or yeah, that song came out like almost a year and a half ago, and it gets to about like six, like six to ten streams a day. It's, it's kind of mind blowing. Like, it's, it's a really simple song. Aye. I suppose really it shows you though what can come next. Do you know what I mean? After we get back into normality, people like say about the likes of Belfast or across the north or down south or wherever can actually sort of really see us. Do you know what I mean? Um, and be able to see your your potential and what else you have to give. Yeah, I'm hoping that since all this shit has happened, we've been out of it for so long that whenever things start to open up properly, that it's a complete refresh so that we can start. Yeah, and just get wired so that you know. We can get bigger and bigger, sort of thing. Like Premier League restart, like every every <laughs> March is gonna have something. <laughs> um, what about what you have then planned? Like, what he's working on at the minute in terms of music wise? He's just been writing songs all over lockdown. Like, I, I have a whole tre- treasure trove of them to go through. Like, so whenever we're like officially out to start like practicing again, we can go through and pick our next one. I'm gonna be doing that with uh, Ross Lavery in the mic mm-hmm. at uh, Rockford Studios. <laughs> <laughs> He was the one that did he produced the first single there, lads? Yeah, yeah. We just messaged him and it it was tough. it was a bit hit or miss because like he was moving about and stuff. So we messaged him like eight months before we actually did the song, but we could never get it sorted. And then one day he just says I can take these now. And then we, we came in, we got that song done in, in one day session. The first two hours we were still figuring the song out. There was there was verses in the wrong place, the chorus wasn't even written or anything. Yeah, if you listen, there actually is a video up. I think on our Instagram yeah. of when we played it at a wedding before we had actually released the song. So yeah. it's literally like polar opposite to yeah. like what it sounds like now because it, it, this was just from our head just practicing and stuff. Yeah. And like the lyrics aren't even the same. A lot of that's down to the chemistry we have with Ross. Like he's got real, real he opened my eyes a lot to song structure and all yeah. that there, how you're meant to lay out a song. He's got a great mind for it and he's on really, he just, he can vision the whole song in his head. We never met him before, but no. I felt like with Sort of have like known him for uh, maybe a few years. Like it was just so calm, cool. Everything was just. Do you know what it was actually? Yeah, like, it was um, okay. sure. But like we walk in, like, he started asking to the music artists and then like, oh yes, and then just started listening to the academic and all, and then just clicked like up a lot. Like it was yeah. just hundred percent. It's similar like tastes and stuff in music, so mm-hmm. it just worked out really well. And in terms of stuff that you like have been writing over lockdown, like what's been the influences? Has it been? <clears throat> What's been the influences? Has it been, you know, the fact that we are locked down? Has it been like mental health? Has it been partners? Has it been your family? What's been the crack there? At the start of it, I was writing a good few lockdown songs, but then I realized when lockdown is over, there'll be a million of them. Yeah. So I gave we gave up on those and just stuck to. If you look at songs, they're mostly about love. So I was trying to write things other than that, but I was going mostly by sound. Artists like Dominic Fake and Inhaler and Blossoms and stuff. I was going more. That thing, trying to trying to figure out our sound because we've only got one song, we haven't really figured that out yet. Yeah. yeah. So, it, the song topics are everything, but it was more about the sound and, and the way the songs were let out. Right, right. Now, I did see one of your early prep videos, right? And I did notice that in the 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 early rehearsal video, there was a sign thrown jersey behind you. Now, please do not give away the rehearsal location or skews here. We'll be fucking down to steal the jersey, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. But Tyrone, for Sam aside, and all that there. How have you found 
you know, working together over lockdown because, of course, you know, we had to stay within fucking bubbles. You know, we couldn't go out to people's houses because people were maybe vulnerable or or shielding or such things. So how did you find, you know, like your own band chemistry? Like these are three mates sitting together, you know, yourselves. We've chatted earlier about, you know, when you're sitting together and having a drink or talking shite, you know, you're bouncing ideas off each other. But how did you find that maybe doing that over a Zoom call or, you know, some man stand at one fucking end of the yard? And, you know, how was that? We just like um, on Facebook, we did solo covers. So just like we'll do three a week. Like I'll do a bass cover, then Orn will do a singing cover, then Potty will do a guitar cover. And then we just like text in the group chat and all like talked about artists that we found over lockdown and we could try some of their songs and stuff. We didn't really like ever do Zoom calls or anything. I think uh-huh. we did we did one like what do you call that? Acapella thing? I uh, like a we did bear calls by the academic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just like a 30 second yeah. thing. And it was like even that was like awkward, like it was it was hard oh, to yeah. do. Like. Yeah. Um, it's just not ideal. It, it, it was very tough over that then, like staying engaged with the band because we, yeah. we couldn't see each other. Maybe we had 10 practices in the last year. Yeah. So it was mostly just talking in the group chat because, like, you remember like, how much you love the band. So it was more about just keeping it together and talking yeah. to each other because we couldn't play. We couldn't do any other stuff really. That's been on pause. As well as that, you're getting massive support from home, from all over the place. Um, how does that feel to have sort of your sound, what you're doing, resonate with people in that sort of way? That online, yeah. Obviously, online more support them, isn't it? It does feel glass, like when someone comes up the internet, it's like, oh, the Capri Sun, even if they say the Capri Sun's like, the senior in Instagram or whatever, like, and then, especially when they say, like, no, like, it's actually good. Like, yeah, that's the reason it's jacked by saying that. I have, have many during the Holy Land, people coming up to me in plastic and like, your song's late, though. <laughs> <laughs> serious, I swear to God, it is unreal. I didn't know you could sing. All right. <laughs> You're like, right. I need to go get a double here. You're not trying to get him to get to the double. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably would have worked. But like, even seeing, like, people send you videos, like, yeah. From when you were even at, at home of them down the Holy Lands and stuff like that, they're just having crack for pre drinks, like listening to that love, like just stupid stuff like that. There, it's just like, oh, that's our song, like, that's yeah. it's cool. Like, people did seem to be genuinely surprised at how good it was, yeah. like, that how, well, how much they enjoyed it. I was a bit surprised at how good it was, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Johnny actually cried when I was. <laughs> <laughs> It was an emotional Sunday. It was just uh, <laughs> the first time and he looked behind me and John was sitting there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that probably the last time any of you may have cried is when the Clarks won, but you know. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Eden Darkman, maybe here. <laughs> On that being a support, he's also. Um, Got a bit of a shout out from one of Ireland's boxing greats, Michael Conlon. How was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, whenever the song came out, I was annoying everybody in the country. I was sliding everybody's DMs, <laughs> and he, he just happened to say it, and he and he listened to Michael. And he said he said to me uh, in, in the text like he genuinely thinks it's a class song. So that meant the world, especially from someone as big as him. And mm. it's mad because like he was one of the only ones to do it. Like. Like John Kearns replied that like Cool FM John Kearns. Yeah, yeah. And like Michael Collin was the one who put up the story. It was pretty mild. I got a text from a DEP member. And or or even you know what? Colin needs another song for when he's out boxing again, lad. So do you know what I mean? So on a more like on a more of a serious level though, how has the heads been over lockdown? Because like everybody has dealt with it in different ways. Some people 
especially artists and creatives like yourselves, you know, some people have been thought it, you know, really good and others have struggled a lot with it because, you know, I think as humans, we're all social, social animals and to a certain extent anyway, social butterflies in the sense that we want to be talking to people and engaging with other human beings. So like even individually or as a band, how have you got on? Well, I guess like I worked the whole way through this. My place never shut down like, so mm. it didn't feel normal, but it didn't feel like completely weird. It was just like not getting to the bar and stuff like that for me, really. Yeah. But see, like like when it was good weather and all, it was, it was okay. Like I never really struggled with it in terms of like mental health. But like, I don't know. No, uh, I sort of, <laughs> I sort of drank a lot. <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> it was basically PS4 and drinking a bottle of Miller by your side with a bowl yeah. of crisps. That was, that's how you got your fucking rights in. Like, but it was, I wouldn't say a struggle. Like, obviously it wasn't great. Like, but hmm. you'd always look back at it and you'd be like, fuck yeah. You actually had some good idea. Night's crack there, like with the friends on messenger video call. You saw it get broke off and passed out the end of the night on the video call. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, like you'll never. There's some things that you you obviously not forget it, like, but there's good good things in it too, like. Yeah. But I I thought it would be heaven. I was an introvert, like not having to go out as much. Hmm. But um, it did get kind of tough sometimes. Like I went through a breakup and I was I was whatever, like, but yeah, fuck um, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that. But it's mostly. It's just having a good group of friends. Like without without all the lads, I'd be a lot worse off. Like just t- we can talk about everything. It's, it's important to be open with your friends because they're always there for me and we're always there for them. As checking in on people the whole time, like it's just it's just about caring for all people. Like that's what mm. gets you through it. Mm-hmm. Very very true. Very very true, dude. Speaking of that sort of supporting each other, you clearly love performing together. You know, there's kind of great clips. He's online. He's really loving it. He's kind of touched on it earlier, but. What he is missed most from gigging, and what he is most looking for—is there a particular venue or any particular song you're looking forward to getting out in front of people when you can all go back to it? I mean, there's no real specific when it comes to venue. The, like our first goal, the first ever goal is about to play Tommy's. Yeah. So like we got that. So like we just want to play more. Yeah. This time. Well, it's just we'll, we'll play it very irregularly. Like it'll be every two months maybe. So we'll get like two in one month, and then but we'll like three months off. Like we'll have find it really hard to get gigs like. Yeah, it's really, it was, I couldn't believe how hard, like, a, an industry, if you call it that, that it was to get into. Like, you, you're not just sliding in there and taking off. Like, it's, it takes plenty of time, like, and a lot of hard work, like. I think the, the atmosphere is what I'm uh, the most excited about. Yeah, Because you feed off that energy so much. Even, mm-hmm. like, when someone just starts going, here we here, here you fucking go when you're playing something. Like, <laughs> something. Here's something. Like, I say, here, 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 you know, a sentence or two. What is what? What are you working on? Where? What can people look forward to seeing you putting out in the next couple of weeks or months or longer? Or what's the plans? Well, hopefully, I don't know. Start of summer, we'll have a new song out, and it'll just be similar enough to our song. It's just going for, for like pop rock, basically. Well, if anybody listens, here's having any garden parties or birthdays or anything, <laughs> 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 Message us on, on the Capri's official on Facebook and the Capri's music on Instagram. 
uh, they, we, we'll get back to you. That's the main thing. We're looking for parties and then look out for a song in the summer. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, of course, me and Sean will get a cut of commission because uh-huh. that was uh, that was yeah, uh, 10% each. <laughs> <laughs> You can shout it out on Blast 106 for us as well. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Did you, you had an interview with Big Chris, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that went great. How, how, how did well I, this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in all these uh, Facebook groups for musicians in, in Northern Ireland, and, and he just posted it one day. I said he's looking for local boys to come in, and mm-hmm. I, I just texted him because I thought that was a class opportunity. And then and ended up, we got our first radio player from it. Like, I was. I, you could, I couldn't tell you how excited I was. I was jumping. I made it put my head to the roof. Like, <laughs> it was just nuts because no one that many people was listening to it on the radio in their cars across the whole country. It was mind boggling. Oh, it was so weird hearing, hearing it on the radio. Like, yeah. I hated hearing my voice in the radio, but uh, besides that, <laughs> <laughs> well, for a play, lads, it sounded good, and the song is the song is very, very good indeed. Now, before we uh, get just to you know promo your things again before the end, we do have a few Spitfire questions. We're going to ask you, we'd like to answer, we'd like you to answer the, these questions each individually. So the first question, uh, if you were a drink, what would you be? Now, this is the way that we do it, right? So if I was a drink, excuse, how do we use it? The example we always use is that uh, Jack's a pint of Guinness because he's an, he's an acquired taste and Americans <laughs> like him. Or what was the one Susie Blue said? That was the best one. All because all the Americans give you at least one go. Oh, I have all the Americans give me at least one or two sips. Some, yeah. some to that effect. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the sort of what drink would you be is the first one. It can be alcoholic or otherwise. Alcoholic it can be absolutely otherwise. Nice. Kind of hard, just because it's bog standard and you're pure here. Pure here. Here, here. Yes, lads. Sean doesn't like hard. Like right? Sean doesn't, doesn't like hard. Like uh, it's not a fan. It's the best beer. It's the best pint. Ooh. Well said. Well, best uh, pint, but it is very tasty. <laughs> I'm gonna say. A porn star martini. Oh, very fancy. Oh, why a porn star martini? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what to come up with. Here. <laughs> I'm waiting for a link to your OnlyFans here. So, uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm sharp, strong, and I'm not. Things. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm the drink that you have to get at the end of that there. So great <laughs> and why, sorry, did you say you'd be that, the, the dirty pint or whatever it is? Because I'm a wild concoction. <laughs> wild concoction, very good. Um, okay, the next one is, um, if you were a superpower, what would you have or what would you be and why? I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> I can never answer this one next month. This is a hard one. Um, I, would, I always just go flat and the end. It's boring. Like, what the kind of honest up like? Yeah. Imagine you just go play work <laughs> Just all of them, the fucking seagulls that would come and slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the flies or whatever, yeah. Probably invisible. I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, a man from Eden Dark liked to rob banks at one stage or post it up. I like to slow down time just so I could sneak in the banks and then, yeah. I know. Drive the car on the bed or not crash. Actually, time travel would probably be the best one. Yeah. Like remembering the lottery or something. Good shout. Good shout. Next one is a simpler one and relates to a heated debate that we had a few weeks ago now. Very heated. Very serious. It was, it was roused. It was near blows. Mm. What is the <laughs> best flavor of crisp to put in a crisp sandwich? Oh. I. Right, so I seen this post about the Ready Salted crisps. Is, is this what the debate was about? 
Uh, so yeah, so the, the crack. So Jack's wrong. No, basically. fuck up, man. So the crack was no, no. The crack was, and we'll, we'll, we'll have an all video to post on on the middle of our argument, actually, from a few episodes ago. But long story short, is I say that the cheese and onion is better than smoky bacon. It's Sean, who is talking shit, yeah. and the complete. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. agree with but but if my unpopular opinion probably is, I actually I only really eat oven bakes, like Walker's oven bake crisps. So I put cheese and onion oven bake in the substance. Are you, are you like I mean from from what I can see on the screen, you look like a pretty trim lad. Like so, are you trying to fuck it? What is it a weight issue or is it just oh, like no, oh, no, no. what the fuck's going on here? He's getting a bit of a beer battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was the first to get it. Then Johnny slowly get married. <laughs> <laughs> he opened up on the trousers there. <laughs> <laughs> I will if oh, you're if you were to put a crisp in a crisp sandwich, like what type of crisp sandwich would you be? Yeah, it's it's cheese and onion. It's definitely the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, One more. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought of this. Probably beef space invaders. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a, I don't know about that. <laughs> 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 Turn to this word, but. <laughs> I haven't had a fucking pack of space invaders since I was a child for <laughs> class uh, again each individual uh, answer please lads if you were to go on a date with anybody in the world living or dead of any gender or whatever who would it be England and what did you mean Date. Any time. No, a date of, and it could be any person. Like, like you don't have to go home and ride them when you're finished. Like, I mean, it could just be, <laughs> like, just be a really fancy dinner date. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, you know. Um, they probably go with Aspie the Quetta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say. Not allowed to say your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say girlfriend. Then, yeah, I'm gonna go with other Aspie the Quetta. Okay. I'll, I'll give him a shout me and we're actually really big buds we can work this out you know what I mean <laughs> if you and your girlfriend have one of those like things that are friends where you have like a five people on a list <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, a few years ago it would have been rich already but I've gone off her now not a big fan of Countdown anymore no, <laughs> so uh, probably Megan Markle yeah. I don't know oh, I found her like, who am I going to say <laughs> Jennifer Aniston when she's on Friends don't know, make it shouted at by the woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and excuse finally. Uh, last one, right. If COVID and all its lingering bullshit was to disappear right this instant and all restrictions were gone, what would you go out that door and do right now? Go to the square bar. Uh, square bar. Back. Uh, book a holiday. Go skydiving. <laughs> The last time I was in the square bar, it was silver. Is it still very dark and dingy, boys? Or maybe that was just because I was a Daryl Han man it's, walking we in. We can't really say that because we love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we do get where you're coming from. It's our dark and dingy. What a thing. Very leaky cauldron from the high water. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, um, it's yeah, no, there's, people, there's people loves it, and then there's people gets it. So. We're just one of them. We just hog the jukebox only. Drink alcohol only. Like, yeah. Oh, oh like, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad spot. Fuck. I, every time no, I am no, the no. I run across the road, stay in it, and sit till the lock is to lock me in and let me away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, I should have served you one night. 
Yeah, and you were you were saying this place is a complete shithole. <laughs> <laughs> the proprietors of the square bar are listening. This this never happened, and please have a, a nice cool pint of heart waiting for me. But lads, yeah. finally, do you just want to like give all your pages a plug and where everybody can find you? Yeah, um, Facebook is the the Capri's official Instagram, the Capri's music, and um, you can find us on YouTube at the Capri's. But you might get confused with that other band because they've got a few more hits. <laughs> Oh, and check us out on Spotify as well. Uh, briefly about TikTok. Yeah. Uh, it's just the Capri's music as well. Yeah. But check us out on Spotify. Uh, the Capri's, I got love. Deadly stuff, deadly stuff. Well, look, lads, thank you very, very much for coming in and uh, and chatting to us. And it was good to have people from home. Excuse this is our was, first like was, home yeah. <laughs> interview interviews, isn't it? Really? Like? I know. We should we should really get in the bones of. Of, of, of Tur- yeah, well, first of all, what do you think of Tyrone's hopes this year for uh, no, uh, for Sam? Or what about Eden Dork? How are they gonna how are they gonna fire out the year, lads? Eden Any Dork's coming out? One this year, I uh, don't know how it's gonna go. It'll be a quite honest year. Yeah, very good. Uh, okay. Could be could go tets up or it could be all right. So never know. Played by ear, soon say ear. Played by ear is right. Of course, of course. Or played by foot. Well, of course, look, anybody who's listening that hasn't already can go and find the You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet podcast on Facebook. It's at Yanni, as in the initials of You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet on Instagram. And uh, of course, you can find us on all the usual streaming services and the one you're currently listening on as well. So Google, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all such places. And that is us for the day. Of course, you have been listening to You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet.